Captain's Log number N43-259. In our expedition today, we found records of Hero's journey through the galaxy bound to a destiny only the strong can burden. This is how their story unfolds. Hello and welcome to Celestial Expanse, a real play D&D podcast set in the Celestial Expanse universe. My name is Matthew. I'll be your DM for the night. Uh, playing with me today is Ben as Rel. Uh, hello. Jason as Theron. Look who the Spombi dragged in. Rebecca as Martel. I forgot to come up with a rabbit fact. So my rabbit fact of the day is they're just real dang soft. They're real dang soft, especially at the spot like on their neck behind their head. That's real dang soft. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> You're welcome. Today's uh, bunny fact has been is a. Uh, it for today's bunny podcast. So good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, Natalia as the Iwa and Mitch as Zariel. It's cracking. Uh, hopefully none of my bones today. Uh, so how's everybody doing today? I'm tired. I just got up. <laughs> Guilty. Um. So does anybody remember what happened last time? Uh, uh, so you well, got an awesome new arm. I was going to say, we, we decided to give Z a hand. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you could say Rick was there for the hand job. Wow. Oh. Uh. <laughs> wow, Matthew. I'm sorry. It was just hanging there. No, no, Matt. <laughs> I just rolled fruit. for my own psychic damage. <laughs> just because it's low fruit, does that matter? Oh, I'm sorry. On. All right. So, in other news, apparently Theron's a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor, but I play one on CE. <laughs> uh, sure thing, bud. I'm pretty sure he's eventually going to get sued for malpractice, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, because uh, he, he reattached Z's leg, and it apparently works. So far, so good. I think what it was is it's because of the medical journals that were on um, the tablet that Zariel stole, pretty much. Oops. And it was basically, uh, you were watching YouTube videos of how to reattach limbs. Very detailed ones, apparently. Mm -hmm. She got all the nerves and everything. Yeah, I still think we should probably get that looked at by, like, a real doctor, just to make sure it's your leg's not going to, like, spontaneously explode off or something. Honestly, Z is <laughs> trying to just, like, completely forget that she ever lost that leg. So if you say that to her, she'll probably just blanch and be like, hi, the weather is nice today, isn't it? I'm going to go, um, yeah, I'm going to go over here. Yeah, see ya. Well, <laughs> last I think, I think last we saw of Z, she had bashed her head until she fell unconscious. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're right. Probably for the best, too, because uh, Rick doesn't have any um, anesthetic for you guys. Uh-huh. She's like, I got this. I, I, I'm a pro by now. <laughs> of getting yourself knocked out? Yeah. Oh, of passing out <laughs> for trauma? Yes. <laughs> but getting knocked out as well, yes. But um, yeah, we also got that. Um, and now uh, you also, if you remember correctly, uh, you also, well, Marl did uh, see this, but she inadvertently saw one of the pirate lords known as Quartz, who was a uh, a known pirate lord uh, didn't catch uh, who he's lord of, but he agreed to do the meetup uh, with Demia at the at neutral grounds once uh, they get the information off of the data pad that you guys successfully uh, took at, off at the Parliament 
listening station. More yeah. Specific, yeah, more specifically, Layla is going to try to get that all together for you. She's the smart sibling. Yes. Why she's picked an excellent mate. Okay, bud. <laughs> she retracts her earlier statements. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, it's probably been about a day, Z. You finally wake up, and you feel kind of cold on one side of your body, and that's the side where the your missing arm was. If you take a look, you see it's a, not chromed out, but a very steel-colored um, arm attached to your chest, to yourself now. You did trade it for a jar of pickles. <laughs> um, it's very so basic. I, I'm gonna try to flex my fingers. Uh, give me a con check for this. A con check. Okay. Yes. Actually, that's that. Having your character sheet would be open would be nice. Okay. Yeah, usually that's recommended. I've been staring at my screen like something looks wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it out. <laughs> okay. Um. A 16. Um, you are able to slowly start seeing your um, hand move around like you're flexing the fingers and moving your wrist around and your arm and you're starting to get good control out of it and you hear a loud burp and then something munching and you realize you're still in Rick's shop. Okay. And he's like, good to see you. Good to see you're awake. How's your arm feeling? Uh, I'm not going to answer yet because I would like to try to uh, reach the adjustable toggle. <laughs> oh, for the arm? For the arm, mm-hmm. You realize there is an adjustable toggle and it's the same length as your arm, as, um, as the other arm. Okay, yes. So I would I would like to to wind the toggle. <laughs> I don't know how you'd say that. And and, and see if, my, if I can adjust my arm to different lengths. I just said there isn't one. <laughs> there isn't one. Oh, okay. Shit. Bummer. I'll be like, Sorry. ah, well. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's fine. It'll do for now. Uh, shit, my head hurts. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you bashed your head against, uh, my workstation, uh, probably for the best, too, because, like I said, no drugs for you. I used them all up. Uh, well, cool. Thanks. Appreciate ya. Um, cheers! And I'm just gonna leave. I don't know. I don't, there's not really anything else I want from this shop. I'd be like, uh, uh that's when, um, uh, Rick yells, I was like, be sure to tell your elf for next expect payment soon. Yeah, yeah, it's already covered. And I guess you leave the shop. Um, Theron, I believe, is with Lelia, right? I, I'm sorry? I am. Okay. Um, Rel, what would you be doing? Uh, I don't know. Well, it was me and Zariel who came down with Z, right? Yeah, we went. We were there with Z. Because I so tried to I get guess, jar of pickles for the Yeah, so I guess, I don't know. We're just, like, somewhere nearby in, like, some other shop or something. Mm-hmm. Um, sit, sit in a little nice cafe right across the street, drinking some tea. <laughs> On a pirate station. Yep. Hey, some of them gotta like some fancy. <laughs> They're fancy pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. There was a, a few tailors here and there. And uh, yes, you found a shop that actually has some surprisingly good tea, especially for you, Zariel. Um, you actually are surprised by um, some of the blends of teas that they have for Mintaru because Mintaru, very, like, you know, some. Mintaru um, soldiers that were very stuck up about their tea when you're on the ship before it was destroyed. And you're kind of surprised by the blends they have here. Some good old pomegranate tea. <laughs> and are you with um, Zariel, uh, Rel? Yeah, probably. Just enjoying well, the tea, waiting for Z? Yeah, I probably comment like, oh, wow, I haven't had 
Mentaru tea in a while. There's even some dwarf tea in there, too. Dwarfs have tea? <laughs> Spike tea. You know, kind of like how there's spiked iced tea? Oh, okay. We've <laughs> <laughs> established you... Rebecca knows nothing about alcohol, though. <laughs> no, but I the first character I ever played in D&D was a dwarf. Admittedly, she did not drink, but it was still fun to have everyone being like, oh, you're a dwarf, you're going to want some booze. And I'll just be like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it's after about a couple hours after um, you left um, Z at the at Rick's shop, you finally see her like kind of like get out. Uh, but you see that she's still trying to get adjusted to the, the new arm. Hey, Matt. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How how heavy is this arm? Um, let me check real quick. Like, do I need to do a strength check to make sure I don't fall over? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about average. Um, luckily, Rick was able to get to where it almost weighs the same as um your other arm, so your body is able to compensate for it. Okay, so that I don't walk slightly bent or anything. If anything, you would probably be favoring your natural arm side, like maybe your torso is kind of leaning towards that because it's not used to the metallic arm you have right now. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be flexing it then. <laughs> you hear every once in a while like a whirling and a whine of you uh, moving the artificial muscles. And Gross. And you see Zariel and Rel having some tea. Uh, I walk straight past them to the bar. <laughs> uh, I'll put some coin down to pay for our tea if it's not paid for already. Mm-hmm. And I'll just get up and start following. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and while you guys are doing that, we'll move to Theron and uh, Lelia. Like, Theron, you were pushing uh, Lelia to her apartment so she can start working on decrypting the information you guys got from the Parliament listening station. Right. And she's like, uh, Theron, get me, some, get me some wine. The good stuff. You know that, right? Of course I do. Good. And um, I think while you're doing that, she's... Uh, like busily typing up on her computer, making sure there's no viruses on this one like the last time when you <laughs> brought her something. So I'll head to where said wine is and open the bottle mm-hmm. to two glasses. Mm-hmm. She uh, is doing the whole like pulled up her hair and she you actually see her wearing glasses again like she did when she was working on fixing her computer when the fake uh, Allforge destroyed her computer before she could fix it again. Right. And... Uh, when she sees you, she kind of relaxes a bit, takes the wine, takes a big gulp of it, and just, like, looks off to the screen and is like, you know, Theron, whatever this information is going to have for us, it's going to lead to something very dangerous, don't you think? Dangerous for who? Well, for us. Um, if it's what I think it is, it's going to show us the headquarters of where the Inquisition is, and we're going to go into a big old fight. Like, granted, I want this, but it's possibility of us uh, getting us killed. Mm. Not so sure if it needs to be an all-out battle. Knowing where they are, perhaps cutting off the head. Well, hopefully it's that easy, but... Well, it's English... easy. They said better than an all-out battle. Mm. And with you in that wheel thing, I don't think you're going any damn. Oh, that's where you think... That's what you think. I'm definitely coming. To do what? Run people over? I'll... Hey. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rick can some... set something up for me, but... Yeah, I'd trust his ass about as far as I could throw him with my arm. Now, be nice. He's been through some stuff. He must have been through a lot of stuff. Have you seen the guy? I mean, how much stuff can one person be through when you essentially eat only pickles? I, that part I don't get, but... Um, I think he started with some stuff before he went into the stuff. <laughs> but, um, 
yeah, I, I'm definitely coming. If anything, I'll at least be on the ship and help like do cyber warfare if I have to. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Marl whistling at the distance, chugging at Jarvald. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nah. Are we sure that's Marl or Rebecca? Why both. not both? <laughs> Synchronicity. But uh, she's like, it's kind of what I've been doing all these years, like working with with the crew and having a secret war with the Inquisition. Hopefully, we can take them out and prevent more atrocities than what they've done before. Well, the reality is that no matter what happens, a certain amount of the pirate enclave is going to have to stay alive in your rank. Mm. That's going to have to probably include you. Yeah. She puts out her glass again for you to fill it up. I will do so. So now the rest of us, we might be a little bit more expendable. We won't get to that point because, for one thing, I'd like to keep my sister alive, thank you. And wouldn't wouldn't mind you sticking around. I wouldn't mind to stick around. But yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get more than just quartz um, to work with us. A little creeper. I think the reality is that we're going to need more to get some sort of frontal assault. If not, we'll be determined to do some gorilla style. Well, don't get me wrong. He has a lot of ships. Like He um, has control of the um, intermediate paramount uh, on like pirate crews. Like All those pirate crews answer to him like how we have all the pirates here answer to us. Sure. But are they willing to? Is he willing to risk all of them for what might be a payout? I think he's a smarter man than that. I definitely think you're right. We need to get more, more of the pirate lords on board. Well, we just need two more. We got the Mia already, and we hopefully Quartz will keep his word. We just need two more. But I'm going to have to do my part to see if they will actually do it. And she takes a, a big gulp of the second glass of wine, and you see her crack her fingers and start typing, and you see lots of numbers on the screen. I think this is where I leave you that bottle of wine uh, to do what you do best and go back and find my crew. Uh, message me when you she know. Doesn't really, she doesn't really respond. She's like, uh-huh. Like, you can tell she's just right. too distracted. And I walk out and say, uh, it was a good talk, good talk, and, uh, and just keep going to see if I can find everybody mm-hmm. else where I think they might be. Right. Um, Martle, uh, what would you be doing? Um, I think for a little while, Martle is just kind of very unsure as to what to do. And yeah, then... She's a lady of action and not used to sitting around, right? Yeah, she's very not used to sitting around. Um, but I think after a little while, she would start trying to find somewhere that sells, um, the personal computer devices... So that she can basically get a burner one. Okay. Um, you ask around and you find like this place is like secondhand shops. You know, like those ones that always say they're going out of business, everything must go. But you know, that's not really the case. They're always in business and all that. Yep. And you see one that says uh, Zach's secondhand. And you, this guy, whoever did or whoever did this uh, advertisement, instead of an S for the secondhand, it's another Z. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's Zach's second, second hand. hand. <laughs> yeah. It's got style, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you see this uh, this halfling behind the, the counter, and it's like, and he sees you, and he's like, ah, pretty elf lady, what can I get for you? Welcome to se- Zach's second hand. Hi. Um, I got all sorts of things. I got blasters. I got swords. I got watches. Don't ask me where they come from, but I also got rugs. I got... Um, 
ship parts, anything you can ask for, you know, at the right price. Everything, let's go. We're going out of business. I'm sure you are. I just want a communication device. It can be super simple, just bare minimum bells and whistles. Ah, okay. Uh, do you want wrist mounted? You want something over the head? You want like a con- communicator type that you hold in the hand? What you want? I got all the kinds. Is there one that could be tracked less easily? Hmm. So with something that's like off the grid, you say? Yes, but could communicate with devices that are on the grid. Hmm. I think I got something. One sec. And you see him um, hop off of his little stool that's behind the counter. You see him go through a door and close it. Then all of a sudden you hear this racket of a noise. Like things are being moved everywhere. And you see, hear something fall over. And he's like, ah, ah stupid thing. And he's like, it's like, all of a sudden you hear like a plume. You know like how fire has that sound when it fu- suddenly comes to life and all that? Yeah. You kind of hear that. It's like, ah, oh no, no, not again, not again. It's, it's like, where's that fire extinguisher? And you hear fire extinguisher. And you hear other noises that's of concern, like things possibly being caught on fire, maybe something like breaking. And all of a sudden you see him coming out. Um, His normally like deep brown hair is kind of singed now from the fire that you heard. He's like, found it. And you see him like climb up his stool and put out a, a wrist mounted um, computer. And he's like, got something that's um able to hide from all sorts of scanners, but is still able to talk to uh, other devices. Is the back of your shop on fire? Do you need a hand putting that out? Ah, uh, it happens all the time. It's all it's taken care of. Ah, uh, will this device potentially explode on me? I don't think so. Can I insight that? Uh, go ahead. 22. You look at it, and then you look at him. He looks completely sure of himself, but you also think that this device is perfectly safe. Like, whatever it was that was caught on fire obviously was, like, flammable of some sort. Maybe he had something on it, but clearly this is dry of any accelerants or anything like that, but it appears safe. Okay, cool. Um, how much would this be? 100 credits. How much do I have? You don't have 100 credits. Yeah. Rude. Um, Martel's gonna lean on the counter and just kind of smile slightly at him. Are you sure uh, the price couldn't be lowered? Give me performance. I, yeah, 20. So you kind of do the whole, like, fluttering of the eyes thing and all that? And... It's She's not really fluttering wild. of the eyes. It's more just she gets to his level and puts on a pleasant face, which is not usually her style. And he looks at he's like, tell you what, you're cute. I'll, uh... Drop it down to 20 credits. Do I have 20 credits? I've been bad at keeping track of how much you, money I have. You at least have 50. Okay. Oh, I think I can do 20. I know I definitely have 15 on me. Do a persuasion check. 21. Nice. <laughs> mm, you're really hurting the bottom line here. Um, fine. Well, I'll take it. Thank you so much. And she will hand over that 15 take the device, and walk out of the store. And remember, <laughs> Captain? He's like, remember, we're always open for a short time. If you need more deals, come to Zach's second hands. Yep, sure thing. Will do, bud. Um, and then Martel's just going to keep walking. And as she is walking, she is going to enter Eric's number into the phone. Really? And yes. And she is going to send a message saying... Um, well, you're not actually going to try to call him? No, she's not actually going to try and call him. She's instead going to send a message that says... Mm, 
That's an awkward way to start a message. <laughs> no, it's me and or Martle trying to think on how she wants to phrase it. I want to phrase it, whatever. And, okay, the message is going to say, is the job worth it, Olive Boy? Referencing the note that she sent, that she left for him when we were running from stuff. Um, you kind of see that it's kind of like how iPhones work nowadays. You see, like, the message was read, and you see the ellipses <laughs> on there is like, and you see him, like, trying to respond, or it looks like he's responding, and just, he finally responds back, and it's like, be nice to have a job. Do you want one? You, um, see him, uh, another red one, and it's just like, then responds back to, uh, the response is, will this get me from being unemployed to going to jail? Uh, hmm. I think Marl's gonna actually kind of make that noise, just thinking. And then she's gonna reply, depends on how things go. An extra hand would be welcomed. You, um, it's a bit before he responds to, um, the te- to the message and is like, what's the job? Um, at that point, Martel's going to stop replying for now. Um, because she has some things that she wants to iron out before giving away a location or a plan to someone who is potentially not telling the truth, even though hopefully he is. Um, so she's just trying to play it safe right now. Right. So she's just leaving him on red, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's mean. <laughs> well, she'll reply to him eventually. It's like when somebody comes to you with like a juicy commission proposal. And you're like, okay, what's your budget? And they never reply. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think this is when we get back to Z, Zariel, and Rel. Uh, you follow Z into the bar, and I'm assuming you're asking for a gilly water. Hell no. I want a whiskey. <laughs> I want a spisky. <laughs> you see an orc uh, look at you and is like, you got the money? I slam my new fist down on the bar <laughs> and roll for intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> roll intimidation. Okay. Uh, I have a plus six. 25! <laughs> he looks at you unimpressed. Are you fucking serious? It's a 25! <laughs> he's a barkeeper. He's probably seen this a lot. And he's also an orc. Since Z were talking about her, ego is hurt now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah, just, uh, I got a couple fellas joining me. You sure about that? See me? I, yeah, we. I walked past you guys to the bar, <laughs> strutted with my shiny new arm. <laughs> he uh, kind of gives a, a turns around, gives you um, a glass with a. Um, you actually see that's actually kind of nice. The um, the glass, and you see him put in one of those um, balls of ice that some bars put in. To, Ooh. And but then he grabs what looks like to be low shelf whiskey and pours it in. Hey, hey, you were doing so well. Fine. <laughs> But I'll drink this one. But next time I want that one. And I point to like the equivalent of high-end Captain Morgan. <laughs> um, you see him look at your arm. He's like, that's Rick's job. Um, it doesn't look like you can afford the good stuff if you have that stuff. Look, don't judge a book by its cover. I got much better kicks coming. It's just uh, I needed a temporary. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. she's waiting for space to get her new arm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, but he doesn't need to know that. <laughs> um, and then, um, I will reach in my pocket and put one gold on the counter. One credit? One credit, yeah. 
Sorry. Well, he takes it, gives you some change, because um, they do have half credits and all that, and he did give you the cheap whiskey. Okay. Well, now I know how much a cheap whiskey costs. <laughs> <laughs> so. She could have afforded two cheap whiskeys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Double fisting it. <laughs> exactly. I will chug right. my cheap whiskey. Well, um... um... As I imagine this this ball of ice, which is probably bigger than half of Z's face, just. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. Yeah, okay. You, go ahead. Yeah, you, uh, Rel and um, Zariel, you see um, Z drinking some whiskey, and you join her. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll sit down because I lost a whole ass arm and got a cheap one. I think I wanted whiskey too. <laughs> <laughs> see, thank you. Someone understands. Hey, I've I've literally been there. <laughs> Lols. Minus the whiskey. See, someone doesn't understand. <laughs> okay. Maybe so, you yeah. couldn't have that luxury, Z. Think of your own privilege. Come on. <laughs> privilege. Let's not get it Z into a drunk rant about privilege. <laughs> <laughs> um, voice in Z's heads. That sounds like Martel. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I when when Zariel and uh, Rel sit down, I I would like to look at the bartender like, yeah, see, uh huh, fuck with me, boy. He just <laughs> like rolls his eyes and puts out two more glasses of whiskey, uh, one for Rel and one for Zariel. Is it the same cheap whiskey? Yeah, dope. Well, Drink well, up, Rel boys. Rel kind of like picks up the glass apprehensively, kind of like swirls around, kind of like looks at it, and then looks over and see. Uh, so how are how how's the how's the new arm? Z, well, when you look at his, you realize how much nicer his is. Z's not gonna admit that. <laughs> well, I rolled a twenty-five in intimidation, but it still can get this guy to give me a drink faster than fucking slug. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it's not bad. It's not bad. I I, I you know. I need to cover it, though, when I go out in the sun. I don't know how you handle that glare, man. Ooh, it's just so shiny. Are you going to drink that? I, no, prob- probably not. You you can hear. Um, Z, you actually kind of know there's kind of like some sort of like anti-glare coating on, on his chromed out arm. Um, I don't know that it actually, I don't know if it's a sunny day or anything. She's just talking it up. Mm. <laughs> We're in a space station. There's no sunny days. Exactly. But there's still a light glare and that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's like, it was supposed to sound stupid, Matt. <laughs> mm. uh, but like, how are how are you handling? Is it is it working well? Is it hurt? Well, I mean, I haven't tried any extracurricular activities with it yet, but uh, I got over here just fine, and um, I swipe his drink with my left my new left arm. Uh, give me a and chug. Give me a dex check. A dex or a performance? Dex. <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh, a 15. You grab it just fine and um, are able to bring it to yourself to start drinking. Okay, cool. And um, I, I, I'll be like, yeah, works just fine. It's, you know, no biggie. And then I uh, reach right without looking to see if I can grab Zariel's drink. I already finished. <laughs> well, I guess I'm grabbing an empty glass because I'm not looking. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you uh, try to take a sip of it, and you realize it's empty. I get hit in the face again with a ball of ice. Damn, all these balls on my face today. Okay, I'm done. Yes, that's that's all. <laughs> you guys want to do anything else, like talk or anything like that? 
most silence. Ah, um, it's a couple hours after everybody's having their meetings and all that. Um, when you all get your um, personal computers, um, a beep like from Demia saying she needs a, you to meet in the uh, the command center. Start headed that way. All right. Yeah, I'll move that way as well. It's all yep. of us, all of them, and not me. Well, right. You don't have a personal computer, do you? Well, I'm pretty sure he does. He just doesn't have it synced up with um everybody Demia else. Demia yet. Yeah. Well, okay, I, so, I assume what happens is that I get it, and Z's drunk, so she doesn't notice it. So yeah. I just tell them both to come with me. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. That makes sense. And uh, when you're all there, you see Demia. Uh, she doesn't have like her um, official quote-unquote pirate lord um, regalia like you saw in the when she was talking with Quartz um, Martel, or when you saw her in the um, the funeral. Uh, she's just wearing like basic leather jacket, pants, and that kind of stuff, and She's talking to Lelia that's in her um, her chair, and uh, she, they all see is like, Demia's like, good, you're here. Uh, Lelia's uh, able to find what I was hoping it is, but I'm not liking where it's at. Is she talking to all of us? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, where, what's at? The base for the, um, turns out it's not the headquarters for the Inquisition, but it's one of their major recruit, not recruitment centers, but where one of their um like a gold lane. center hmm? like a gold center um more of like um where they hold some of their um their forces like it's a it's a base but not a headquarters it's like but it's response and that place is known for attacking a lot of um colonies of like tieflings half elves and that kind of stuff all the other people who they consider irrelevant in the galaxy where is it she presses a button and it shows the galaxy map, and you see it zoom in on... You've been there before, the Marauder Curtain, but it's not in the R system where Iapetus was, where this all basically started, but it's uh, on the next um, system a couple hundred light years away from them in the Dracona system. And, you know, that place is really dangerous. More specifically, it's on a moon. It's a moon base called Leol on the planet Inara. I was kind of hoping it wasn't going to be there. Uh, Matt, are, is Anara in any vicinity to Agora? No. Um, actually, one moment. Yes, Agora is on, like, the opposite end of the, um, of the galaxy. Not the galaxy, but the, um, star system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, basically, if you were at point A, that's where Anara would be. Point Z would be where Agora is. Okay. Um, is so... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, is it anywhere near where I was crashed and stranded for a while? Um, that's or a good question. We still not have a planet where that was officially. Um, let me check something. Um, it actually is in the same um system. Um, the Dracona system is known for um being very hazardous. Like, there's a lot of like celestial storms uh, going on that if ships try to go through there. They're most likely be shut down and all that. Uh, think this galaxy's version of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, okay. What's, Sounds what's fun. What base? What does it do? What were the uh, basically, it's known for having these types of like solar storms that wreak havoc on starships, um, electrical systems, and they are forced to do crash landings on the planets that none of the planets on this in the system are very humanoid friendly. Like, none of them have a breathable atmosphere, none of them have drinkable water that any humanoids could drink, and they have creatures there that even the hunting lodge 
say they are that none of their hunters are allowed to go through and try to hunt. Nice. And that's just like all the planets in this system. Yeah. Yeah. All the all the planets in the um, Draconis system are that way. Sounds like a party. When are we going? Tomorrow. Uh, we are. We're not going there right away. We're going to first meet up with the rest of the higher lords. I was able to get two of them to agree. Unfortunately, the one that's going to be needed refused to decide to come, and he's in charge of the Marauder Cart, which is the the major sector that's part of the Aura system and Draconis. System. He's not even responding to my hails. Well, two can be as bad as one, but the loneliest number is the number one. Why are we going? better than none. Because before they will agree to help us in attacking this base, they want terms. You misunderstand the question. We were attacking a headquarters. Now we're just attacking an ancillary base in a very dangerous sector of a galaxy we have nothing to do with? I don't understand. Because it has some of the leadership of the Inquisition there. Like Some. Theron, um, this is when Lele um, comes up and is like, Theron, this is more than what we started with. And the Inquisition always keeps their bases heavily guarded. And we need everybody for this. So we'll destroy, at best, we'll destroy a base that is some of the leadership. At least 50%. Isn't it like a band-aid? It's a band-aid that gives us more access to the wound eventually. If we can do this, we can get more information from that base. And we will know more about their operations. We will know who killed our families. Theoretically, eventually, if we keep going along this track, I just don't know if a full frontal assault makes sense at this uh, at this area or at this target. Well, that's why we're meeting with the other pirate lords to see what else we can do. It might just not. It might not be a frontal assault. It could be a, a guerrilla tactic we'll do or something. We just need to meet up with them. We have to make allies there. So we're at the actual mission. It, as it stands, is to not go there but to see if we have allies. Yes, we're going to um, the Crossroads Nebula. That makes sense. Um, if somebody wants to, they can roll a history check. I'll do it. I got a 14. I got a 16. I got an 8. 17. All right, so Zariel and Z, you know right away what the, the Crossroads Nebula is. It's called that, but it's technically not. It's kind of like a point in space where all three of the major Paramount systems meet. Except for the Marauder Curtain, because that's not under Parliament control. But at one time, it was used as a trading hub throughout the galaxy, because that's where all the Paramount systems met. Before hyperdrive systems were cheaper and cost-effective to be put on trading harbors, um, trading um, um, ships. So, but, in my knowledge as a soldier, would uh, would I think that this hub isn't used anymore? Oh, it's completely abandoned. Um, it's there's um a small space station there. Um, that was used as the training hub, and you know that place was abandoned. Uh, okay. It's kind of common knowledge. Okay. But, so Z's gonna, well, knowing that, Z's gonna be like, huh, okay, cliche, but makes sense. Maybe, but it also means Parliament forces won't be watching that either, or the Inquisition. Uh, so anybody who rolled under a 16 didn't have that history knowledge? Um, anybody that rolled below 15 doesn't know it. Okay. Um, so. The reason I said that was so that I could then turn to the group and kind of explain what you just said mm-hmm. of what the Crossroads Nebula is. Mm-hmm. So you've mentioned allies a couple different times now. Um, how would you feel about introducing someone with former parliament ties? 
um, Lelia and Demille look at each other, then that you is like, who? There was a very nice man who was able to keep pace with me by drinking olive juice, which not say, many people say, do. As soon as you say that, you start seeing Lelia have like this like shit eating grin, like or um, a canary or a cat ate the canary kind of look. <laughs> and well, he hates his job now that we've gotten away from him. Um, so whoops, my bad, oh, our bad, whatever. Employed from the last message that you got. Yeah, that's what's there. Yeah, he has a job. You, Theron doesn't know about that. Theron know, doesn't I, know that I've sent him messages. I, I was going to ask, does he have to have a job? Um, I don't think he does. Admittedly, I did recommend that he quit because I said the job wasn't worth all the stress it was putting him under. And kind of. His ties cause havoc and blow up an apartment, and then he stole a bunch of other things. I can see why he doesn't have a job. Why he's answering your calls? Oh, I didn't call him. Oh, I just messaged him. How brave of you! <laughs> no, Lelia, like just like rolls over and is like, "Now isn't that adorable? You're trying to get your boy toy a job." No, I'm thinking he might be a useful tool for us to have in our arsenal. After all, he knows Parliament. He knows what they think like. He knows he knows the hierarchy that they might go through for giving out orders. And she's just like, she looks at you and is like, uh-huh, whatever you say. And Demia, like, looks at, him, looks at you and is like, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt. And my crew is always hiring, so maybe he's willing to become a pirate. I did ask how he felt about that, and he seemed like he might be okay with it as long as he's not unemployed and not in jail. So usually that's um what we all um tend to ask. Yeah, well, I figured it might be handy, and I have yet to tell him to meet us anywhere because I didn't want to give away a potentially valuable location because. I don't know for certain that he is actually unemployed, so I didn't want to risk it. Makes sense. Demia, like, and um, you see her, like, think about it, and she, like, taps her finger on the console right beside her. Tell you what, have him meet us at the the Crossroads Nebula Station. You should know what I'm talking about. It's known for having vagrants, vagabonds, and whoever living on the station. Not totally owned by pirates or anything like that, because I'd be kind of silly. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> well, if pirate lords are going there, do you really want someone who's part of parliament, used to be part of parliament, to go there, potentially giving up the spot? Well, he doesn't high... Well, he... didn't you just say to give him that spot? Tell him to meet us there? Well, he doesn't know that's going to be us there. He just knows there's a job there, right? Oh, okay, I see. I, I, see. I, see. I did I see. ask if piracy basically was something he might be interested in so it's possible he knows there's something about that going on hmm then that changes things we'll probably have to be a little more careful then uh we can stop pick him up on the way yeah we could pick him up well we can pick him up and meet you there well we being like we as in you pick him up and (laughs) and all that and so like it's an it was an inclusive term understood but yes uh pick him up and um if he seems legit, bring him over. If not, just jazz him out of the airlock. <laughs> Will do. Speaking of pit stops, uh, are we by any chance going to be passing by Space Dad? Space Dad's. Um, uh, Master Ryu. That yeah. name sounds familiar. Who is that? He is a very lovely man. Um, he makes things, I think. I think Lelia, like, you might have mentioned him to Lelia once, right? 
Eh, probably. Now, wasn't he like a master of the forge or something like that? Like he's of that religion? Yes. He he's heals people. Animal. Which was in- oh, it was very nice having someone who could actually heal instead of just having me do all of it. Yeah, you don't exactly have the most gentle of, of touches. I don't like being a healer. I'm not gonna lie. I much prefer going in and smacking things. Uh, yeah, and I need something shiny. I She's just kind of waving her arm around. I think um, <laughs> he, she thinks, like, I think you mentioned he's at Mercy. We're not going anywhere near that. <sighs> Fine, I'll just go into battle like a freaking cripple. <sighs> She's gonna over-dramatize it. <laughs> I'll just look at you and like, what? Come on. Z, if you're a cripple, then so is Rel. And Rel has proven himself very capable. Don't blame your mm, lack of anything on the fact that you now have one metal arm. Is that a short joke? If anything, <laughs> you'd probably be, you should be better at fighting stuff now with your metal arm. Exactly. Um, yeah, no. According to the Overlord, I am not. <laughs> it's just a normal arm. <laughs> it's just a normal arm. Uh, no. Um, yeah, he's just gonna pout and be like, "His arm just cool, so my arm's boring." Yeah, you know, yeah. And she's just gonna walk and pout in a corner. She's not trying to start anything. She's just pouting. <laughs> she wanted to see Space Dad. <laughs> um, Demia like just looks at. Him, he's like, "So let's do this. We'll set up a meeting for you to talk to your boy toy, Mortal. His name is Eric, but he also goes by Olive Boy. Boy toy, and." <laughs> Uh, Seba Mean, and if you think he's trustworthy, take him to meet us at the crossroads. If he doesn't, just push him out of the airlock into a sun for all I care. And then we'll just keep up with the meeting that we have with the other two pirate lords, and hopefully we'll get something out of this by attacking the Inquisition. Sounds like a plan. And she um, dismisses you all, and I guess you would have to set up a meeting with the Olive Boy, Mortal? Yes. I'm going to tell him to meet us on a planet between here and the, uh, the moon. <laughs> the moon. As we're leaving tonight, uh, say, oh, I forgot something. And stop and turn around and talk to Demia for a second. Mm-hmm. And you, she turns around and is like, yes, Theron? Is Lelia still there? Yes. Lelia, I was wondering if I could have just a minute. Sure. And she kind of motions, waiting for you to help push the, the chair. Yeah. I'll wheel her towards uh, the door. Mm-hmm. Tell her that I'll be right. I'll be right there. I just want to check out. And I'll turn around okay. and, and uh, walk back in, making sure that it's just me and I. Mm-hmm. And say, are, we are three limbs into this adventure thus far <laughs> as a team. Uh, we've done a lot of work. Uh, the person that I found uh, and spent my lifetime finding has radiation poisoning. Well, she's uh, recovering from it, um, Theron. Because, uh, your, because her sister healed her almost immediately has radiation poisoning and is in a wheelchair. No. One is missing an arm. The other one gave up an arm. That my loyalty before, to you, my loyalty to you, Demia, is as far as Lelia's loyalty goes. I want to make sure that we understand where rest together, which is I don't expect Lelia to be anywhere near, anywhere close to dying as we move forward with these plans further. I expect some of the losses to be taken care of, as opposed to Sending us to a man who's addicted to pickles and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, she looks at you kind of like with a stern look and is like, that shouldn't be a problem. Besides, I plan on having uh, Layla stay on the station. I don't know why she keeps thinking she's coming with us. 
that's exactly what I like to hear, uh, I say. And that's exactly the kind of relationship that I want to have. I'll take care of business, and I'll make sure that uh, we're where we need to be. But I wanted to make sure that you and I were on the level that uh, we're carrying more water than Gunga Din right now for the space station, and have been doing so. But I'm going to need something in return, which is Lelia not being hard. That shouldn't be a problem. Um, I'm going to tell her that she's probably going to be either be staying on this station or at the crossroads. She's not going anywhere near that that headquarter that base. I almost lost my friend uh, when the Inquisition invaded. I don't plan on ha- having another chance of that happening. And I lost her once, and it's simply not. She then I... looks at you. Hmm? Go ahead. And as for compensation, you see, don't give like, a shit about tight. money. What I do care is that the people who have given things up get things in return. Mm-hmm. Well, I made sure um, Rel was his name, right? Um, the monk. Yeah, the monk. He he got something out of it, and. It Z, I talked with um Rick. He says that's the best he can give at the moment, but I'm pretty sure after this we can do something about what's his name? Ryu is what they mentioned, right? Yeah, Master Ryu. Apparently he's some fabricator of sorts that can put bodies back together. No idea. Tell you what, after all this, I'll pay for whatever she needs to get a better arm. Deal. But I do owe you for what y'all did. Um, for the station and for my crew. And you see her tap on us on her wrist. And also you see leaving. a ping. I'm already leaving. Well, too late. You still can get the ping off of your wrist mount computer. And you see that it's a transfer. Okay. Of 10,000 credits. I'll wave over my head uh, to her. My head over to her and say, whatever that is, I appreciate it. Lily alive. Oh, I will. Just make sure to share that with the rest of the crew. I'm pretty sure if Martel finds out that you're keeping that money. You might be losing more than just a hand. Who's this martel you speak of? And I'll be- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you with a rusty knife. <laughs> Ow! Yikes! So yes, uh, you look on your computer and you see it's ten thousand credits. Um, as I the door closes, I'll reach down and shove that out. All ten thousand credits to uh, Martel's. Martel, you suddenly see on your computer a ping, and it's ten thousand credits um, from Theron. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Not even gonna ask. No. <laughs> and uh, I think this is when you suddenly get a call on the new computer that you purchased and you realize it's Eric. Uh-oh. And that's when going ending... to... Sorry. <laughs> and that's when we're uh, ending the episode, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, folks, you can follow the podcast at C-Expanse Podcast and you can follow me at RP underscore G Gamer. You can follow me at The Void Man. The O is a zero. You can follow me on Instagram at Diomedes underscore Industries. I'm at Werewolf, W-A-E-R-W-O-L-V. I'm at ND Portfolios. That's the letter N and the letter D. Buffy Penguin, uh, L right before the Y. And remember, folks, in space, nobody can hear you scream. Yee- <laughs> <laughs>